Hi everyone, you're listening to Something Real. Guess who's sick again? I'll give you a hint. It's me. So I'll keep this intro short and sweet. We are getting into Luke chapter 13 here in preparation for the message on Sunday. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We are back and we're talking about Luke chapter 13. We are. So what's going on this week that's just going to convict the heck out of me? <laughs> well, as, as we've been moving through 12, this is really in, in some ways still a continuation of it. Uh, but Jesus is going to break from, uh, from this overall. The theme continues uh, because Luke is putting this together in a way to confirm and support our faith um, so that when we are reading this, uh, we have a true and right understanding of the foundational doctrines of the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke, yes. And uh, through chapter 12, he's been get, getting us in touch with reality. And so as he was dealing with the crowds and uh, talking specifically to uh, his followers, he's telling them, get, you know, don't have fear of man. You need to have a, a very real fear of God, which becomes very clear uh, toward the end of what we saw last week when, when he's saying repent or perish, you know, mm-hmm. getting, getting down to it, that there is no in-between. There's no middle ground. There's no putting your head in the sand. There's no, I'm just going to be a good person and, and life is going to work. There, nobody gets a pass. This is unless you repent. Now. You all, do it now. Right. You all will perish. <laughs> right. And the time is short. Right. There, there, is a, there is an end line. You don't know what it is, but there is an ending to this. Would you say an end game? Nicely played. <laughs> We're in the end game now. Well, and, and literally, to take a pop cultural reference very seriously, when whenever you see the last days, the phrase of the last days in the New Testament, you can think of we're in the end game now. That's what that's what we're looking at. This is this whole church era, the whole uh, period uh, from Christ's resurrection through his second coming is all part of this last day's mm-hmm. uh, portion of time. Uh, and when we see the, the length of it, the, the great time that, that passes, you know, he's talking about this being short time, uh, but we're already two millennia in, it's because God is patient with us, wanting nobody to perish, but everyone to come to repentance and mm-hmm. be saved. Mm-hmm. But you can't be saved without coming to repentance. So all of this stuff comes together. And if we only preach part of this, we only preach part of the gospel. So as we as we are looking at what's happening in chapter thirteen, uh, it's building out of the context of what he's just said uh, in chapter twelve. That you know, watch out for hypocrisy within yourself. Uh, let go of the concerns of this life to take hold of the the priorities of heaven. Um, the, all of the things that we fear, all of the things that can go wrong, all of the terrible, uh, horrible things in this life, and they are terrible and horrible, uh, are really ultimately of, of small consequence compared to the reality of eternity. Right. And he kind of um, puts a, I, I guess I really didn't think about this during the sermon, but he kind of puts an exclamation point on that concept as he moves past this tragic story of the people are coming and telling him about uh, Pilate killing these people while they're worshiping in the temple. And, uh, and Jesus is not you know, overwhelmed by it. He's like, you think that is bad? Yeah, it's bad. But it gets worse if you don't repent. Right. The, that's, that's one thing. I already told you not to fear those who kill the body. 
fear the one who can throw your soul into hell. And you seem to be missing this point. You're still worried about this life. You're still worried about the abuses of the body, the things that can go bad now. But you're going to die in this life no matter what happens. What are you going to do for eternity? And so he, he spends all of that time in chapter 12 and, and uh, the beginning of 13 to get our, our focus away from temporal things toward heavenly things. The, not because heavenly things are nice, but because they're lasting, because this is what actually lasts, what actually matters. It's a reality that has already begun and doesn't end. We are looking at, at this um, visible, tangible, sensory, I'll use the word reality, but, but it's sort of, uh, I, I feel like a Tolkien or, or C.S. Lewis, as I say this, it's sort of a lesser reality mm-hmm. um, than... It's all we know. It is all we know. Because we live in this little island we call right. life right. that's not really life. It's only a little piece of life. We're on uh, the we're we're on the title page of the great novel. Mm-hmm. And when all of this life is over, we're just turning the title page. We've we've just seen the copyright and the title, and now we're getting ready to start the book. And that's what Jesus is saying. Why why are you spending all of your time in the preface and forgetting about the fact that there is a book here that you're not even getting to? And that never ends. That never ends. It, it's, <laughs> never it's a never story. ending story. Wow, we are really sad. <laughs> but but the but that's kind of where he's going. And and as he moves into as Luke moves the story along, starting in verse ten of Luke chapter thirteen, uh, we see again um, Jesus teaching in in the synagogue on the Sabbath, healing somebody, and the religious rulers are getting upset by it. So whenever we see something like that whatever passage we're looking at, we have to wonder, why is this here? If it looks the same as something that he's already said, why did he include it? Right. What, what's different about this? What, what can we see that's surprising? What can we see here that if this passage were left out of the scripture, what would we be missing? What would we not be getting mm-hmm. if this weren't included? Uh, because God inspired Luke to include it and to include it here. So why? What's different? So we'll be looking at that a little bit on, on Sunday. But, but that healing of this woman who has been crippled by a demon for 18 years and yet interestingly she's still worshiping she's here at the synagogue Uh, i think a lot of people we go through suffering for a long period of time and we lose our faith so to speak we turn our back on god God do this to me exactly she doesn't have answers to that and she hasn't had healing for 18 years not 18 months 18 years she's been going through this uh, we have a hard time, you know, I had a headache this morning. I'm like, oh man, I got to get through today. Mm-hmm. She's got 18 years of this she's been dealing with mm-hmm. and she's still faithfully coming and worshiping. Jesus heals her. They're tripping, you know, stop healing people on the Sabbath. And uh, he, and he, you know, kind of lays out the, this idea that they're, they're not even consistent with their own logic because according to the law and even according to their traditions, they already would take care of their animals on the Sabbath. You're right. going to water your donkey. You're right. not going to let your animals die every week because right. of this. Just, yeah. So you're going to you're going to do that. You're showing more compassion and more caring your to donkey. your donkey right. than to this person created in the image of God. And then from that, he launches into some parables about the kingdom. It's interesting that in this same thing, uh, as he's going through this, uh, in fact, in, in verse uh, 18. Uh, Luke uses the word therefore. 
He said, therefore, after, after seeing this and calling this woman a daughter of Abraham and seeing this healing and, and he shuts down the arguments of the, uh, of the synagogue ruler, he said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And he goes into these parables about what the kingdom of God is like. And he uses this grain of mustard seed uh, that was sown and, and became a, a great tree. So the birds of the air made nests in its branches. And he says, compares it again to leaven, to yeast that a woman took and, and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leavened. And so um, we see yeast in the previous passage we were as looking a, at a bad for evil, right. for the hypocrisy of the of the, of the Pharisees that we have to be on guard against. And usually that's how yeast is portrayed in scripture. Mm -hmm. But here we're seeing it as connected with the kingdom of God. So we'll have to take a look at, at what that means. And then from there, he continues, uh, the, the scene changes, but the, uh, in this pericope, in this unit of thought, Ooh, this is a new year, word, word for me. Day. I've been doing this stuff Use for a long time. Use it in a sentence time. today. And I just, uh, just discovered the word pericope this month, and then I just heard it on YouTube yesterday. It's fun so to say. It is crazy. I'll be using it a lot. Um, <clears throat> Most, my nickname in high school. I'll try to use it when I'm working with the children, you know, in the nursery. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, George comes <laughs> home. He's like pericope. In this <laughs> in this particular unit of thought, uh, he goes from this directly into teaching that there is a narrow door and a narrow way. Uh, to be saved. So if we're going to be saved, we have to enter through this narrow door. We have to follow this narrow way. So when we see the um, the connection here from uh, healing this woman, rebuking the Pharisees for where they are, describing the kingdom of God, talking about the narrow entrance, the narrow path. And then after that, he goes into lamenting about Jerusalem. So all hmm. of this connects together. And we want to take a look at how that is and what does it mean to us. That's a lot to unpack. It is, yeah. <laughs> In one section. but uh, So we'll get to that uh, on the message on Sunday, and then we'll, we'll talk about it next week a little more. Mm -hmm. So as always, if you have any questions uh, after listening to the message on Sunday, feel free to contact us, and I will sit idly by while Rich answers them. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening.